Now podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 172 of the OrthoEvalPal podcast. I am your host, Paul Marquis, and today we're going to be talking about sustained postural stress. Now, we're going to be talking about what that is, some of the causes of sustained postural stress, symptoms of it, and we're also going to be talking about how to treat it and so much more. But if you don't mind holding on just for a moment, we are going to uh, hear a word from our sponsors. Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Hello and welcome back. So during a recent ergonomic training class that I was giving, um, I spent some time talking about sustained postural stress, which is becoming much more common, especially now that people are working home a lot more uh, and they may not have a great ergonomic setup like they did at work. And automation continues to be so much more common in the workplace now. So people are just really physically not doing as much or repetitively doing something that is bad for their bodies in a bad position. So, so what is sustained postural stress? Um, this has all happened to you. You, you know, spend some time in one position for a long period of time and you develop this like deep aching soreness um, in a muscle group that has just been put on stress for a long period of time. So it's typically, you know, this, this, fatigue and pain that is caused by a static position in a long, you know, in, in a, for a long period of time in one position. Um, so let's talk about the upper traps. You know, for example, this is a very common place to see sustained postural stress. If you are like sitting at a computer all day long, your fingers and your hands are working quite a bit, actually, where you might be getting a little bit of repetitive strain type injury. Um, and the neck is not working very hard. It's not moving a lot, but it's it's contracting and it's stabilizing your shoulders because we know that proximal stability equals distal mobility. So in order to have better fine motor coordination at the fingers, um, you need to be stabilizing a lot more proximally. So what happens are the upper traps don't move. They're contracting. They're kind of staying in one position for a long period of time. And I like to use... Um, 
this example and compare it to like the engine in an automobile. And I know there's a lot of people out there who don't like comparing the human body to an automobile or other, you know, structures or physical things out there. But to me, when I use this, people get it. Okay, they understand what I'm talking about when I use this association. And it works really well for me. Okay, so you're in your car, you start it up, you put it in drive, and you want to accelerate. So what do you do? You step on the gas pedal. And uh, when that happens, uh, you start calling for gasoline from the gas tank to the engine, it goes to the carburetor, and it gets, you know, mixed with some oxygen. And along with that, um, it gets burned off. And then it develops a waste product, uh, like carbon monoxide and the exhaust that comes out of your um, exhaust pipe and leaves your car. So you bring in basically some fuel, you utilize that fuel and you get rid of the waste product. So our bodies do the same thing. Our muscles use, you know, this oxygenated blood, brings some nutrients to the area. We utilize that and it produces metabolites and waste product. And we need to be able to get rid of that waste product. But imagine taking like a potato, let's say, and putting it in the end of the exhaust pipe of your car. Now, the exhaust and waste product will be staying in the engine, and because it can't get rid of it, the engine starts coughing and then dies out. And our bodies do the same thing. When the muscle is not pumping on a regular basis, um, it becomes congested with metabolites and, and you know waste product and therefore causes some inflammation, causes pain, that pain causes more spasm, which is more tightness, and that tightness causes less motion. And as a result, this is just like a big spiraling funnel of misery, um, because it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And the longer you stay in these sustained postural positions without pumping out that waste product, um, the more apt you are to develop some discomfort. So what are the typical symptoms of somebody who is developing sustained postural stress? Well, typically it's stiffness and occasionally like a deep aching type discomfort. We see this mostly in the neck and upper back region, but it can happen in any muscle that is in one position for a long period of time. There's usually a gradual onset and this builds up over time. And so um, this is extremely common. Now, we don't see this very often, you know, in younger people because um, they just have a, a, the ability to get rid of that waste product and move a little bit more. But as we get older, this can really catch up to us. And this chronic pain can really um, cause some problems because lack of mobility obviously will cause your joints to get stiffer, your muscles will not function as well, and uh, you'll continue to have pain. So what are some of the causes of sustained postural stress. Well, most oftentimes it's, you know, prolonged sitting or prolonged standing, especially if you're in a poor or static posture. Now, I say poor or static posture. You can sit up perfectly straight for eight hours straight and you think, well, that's better for you. But if you are not moving at all, you're probably going to end up with some sustained postural stress issues and some symptoms. And so, um, not only like we, I tell people all the time and I, and when I give these lectures, especially when I talk about ergonomics, I ask the crowd, I'll say, so is it a bad thing to slouch? And everybody's going to raise their hand and say, yeah, it's a bad thing to slouch. Our parents always told us it wasn't a good thing to slouch. And, um, but then, yes, the answer is yes, it's bad to slouch if you're going to slouch for, you know, eight hours straight. 
Is it bad to sit up straight? And most people say, no, it's not a bad thing to sit up straight. But if you sit up straight and you don't move for eight hours, you're going to be in the same you know, boat. So you're going to have some problems there too. Um, so the other cause of sustained postural stress is just having poor muscle endurance. Your muscle just isn't strong enough to withstand the load that it has to hold up all the time. So, you know, your head weighs 10 to 14 pounds. Just remember that if your head is in front of your shoulders for a long period of time, or maybe your glasses aren't, uh, your prescription isn't just right, and you have to kind of uh, tilt in toward your computer monitor a little bit more, and your head is a little further away from your body, those muscles may just not be strong enough to be able to hold that 10 to 12, 14 pound um, head of yours back there. And so it becomes strained. Okay. And just imagine taking a 10 pound weight uh, in your hand, a dumbbell and extending your elbow and bring your arm, uh, your shoulder at the 90 degree position and holding that straight out in front of you for a long period of time, you're going to burn out pretty quickly. Right. And that's because those muscles are at a mechanical disadvantage. And when you have them in a mechanical disadvantage for a long time, um, they have a hard time contracting and maintaining that contraction. So long muscles and short muscles are weaker than muscles in a mid-range. So if you want to get a little video about active and passive insufficiency, um, I will link one in the show notes in regards to active and passive insufficiency. And I do this nice little... um, this little test that you could do on yourself so that you start to truly understand how a long muscle and short muscle um, is inefficient. And so that when we look at people, when we do ergonomic evaluations, we need to look at these positions and say, is this person in a, in a mechanically advantageous position for their muscle groups to do the work that they need to work? Okay, so how do we manage some of these sustained postural stress issues, especially in the workplace? Well, you know, If you're doing an office job and you're sitting at a computer all day or at a desk, you know, getting up and moving every, you know, 45 to 60 minutes is important. Uh, Put your printer away from your desk so you have to get up every time you print something and go get it. Um, So moving more often is important. If you do certain things in one direction for a long period of time, like we see this up in northern Maine all the time where farmers are driving a a tractor or an implement in a field and they're always looking over one shoulder to make sure that whatever they're pulling behind them is working appropriately. And most often times that's to the left side. And so they may be spending 10, 12, 14, 16 hours on a tractor or in a vehicle looking in one direction all the time. So we recommend when you get to the end of the field, turn that neck in the opposite direction. Do a couple stretches if you're on break or at lunchtime trying to work into the opposite direction, okay? So that just makes sense so we don't overuse that one side too much. If you're in a manufacturing job trying to develop rotations so that um, people can be trained in different activities so that every couple of hours you change the type of work that you're doing so that uh, you're not always doing the same repetitive activity in a sustained postural stress position. Um, You know, and identify ergonomic issues. Now, we know that, you know, by ergonomic issues, I mean like, you know, maybe modifying a piece of machinery or simply uh, getting a keyboard for your computer so that your monitor of your laptop is up in front of you and you're looking um, a little straighter ahead while your keyboard is down lower and your arms are at a 90 position, 90 degree position at the elbows. So, you know, some ergonomic issues like that can help just put you in a better position so that these muscles are not in stress all the time. So let's say that, 
people aren't getting better with some of these management techniques, what can you do to treat these folks? Well, you first need to break the the pain and the spasm cycle, okay? Because we know that one just continues to feed into the other. And as a result, you get less blood flow to those regions and you don't get rid of that waste product as well. So breaking up that pain cycle, doing things like interferential current, moist heat, sometimes ice is beneficial and people um, really respond well to ice and they have less spasm, less pain, and therefore they can start to move better. Um, you know, things like ultrasound, massage, trigger points, therapy, massage guns. There are numbers uh, of ways and different types of tools that you can use to break that pain spasm cycle. But remember this, this is the most important part here. People need to move. Okay, the muscle needs to move, the soft tissues need to move, tendons, fascia needs to move because if it stays in one position for a long time, it's going to want to stay in position that position for a long time. So I educate people on postural retraining so that we get those muscles in more effective positions, okay, in stronger positions. I also like to implement cardiovascular uh, conditioning with anybody who has sustained postural stress. So I like to do upper body biking. And research has even shown that if you take a group of people with chronic myofascial neck pain, um, you put a, a group on a stationary bike and you just have them bike and you take your control group and don't do anything with them. The people in the stationary bike do significantly better than the people who just go on their way and don't do anything else. Um, so just cardiovascular conditioning alone, a good walk, biking, upper body biking, swimming, any of those activities help to get those muscles moving better. Uh, and so that's that's very important. The other thing that can be a factor is, you know, or are cold environments. So maybe an air conditioner that's blowing on you a little too much, or maybe you live in a, you know, a tundra like I do, where it's cold eight months out of the year. Um, we do see that people uh, have a lot more muscular tension and tightness, especially in the arms and neck, upper back, um, because they're cold. So trying to keep those areas warm um, can really help take some tension off of that region. So folks, I hope that, um, you know, you have a better understanding now of what sustained postural stress is, how to recognize it, how to treat it. Um, and, you know, maybe, uh, you know, you're going to look at a person a little differently, especially around ergonomics. If you uh, have people with this problem and you do an ergonomic evaluation, you know, just stand back and watch them work a little bit and see if you notice any of these sustained postural stress issues. Um, and, I love treating these types of folks because they usually do better with conservative management and it doesn't take uh, a lot of diagnostic imaging. It doesn't take a, you know, a lot of expensive equipment to help people uh, with this problem get better and to prevent it from getting worse in the future. So folks, I hope you enjoyed the show today. I really appreciate you listening. Um, be sure to check out our YouTube channel and uh, all things OrthoEvalPal. Uh, we are adding all the time uh, to our videos and to our content. So uh, make sure you check it all out. Be sure to check out our sponsors and uh, um, you know, thank them for helping us out so that we can continue doing what we thoroughly enjoy doing. So again, folks, thank you so much and take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.